Welcome back. I'm Kristen Marshand, and you're listening to the Opiango Line, and in particular, this week's episode of Back in the Day, the oral history of Barry's Band area, as collected through a special Station Keeper oral history project conducted this past summer by Martina Koulis, a University of Toronto student from Wilno. She recorded both interviews that we're highlighting today with Julia Lerbetsky, who is nearly 101 years of age, and who we just heard from. And coming up next, an interview with Julia's daughter, Connie, who grew up in Barry's Bay in the 1950s and 1960s. Though Connie eventually moved to Oakville and spent much of her career away from Barry's Bay, before retiring back here in nearby Combermere, she has never forgotten where she came from. Let's join Martina now in conversation with Connie. Okay, so my married name is Connie Schweig. I was Connie Lorbetsky. I was born in 1954, which makes me 66 years old. Young. <laughs> young. <laughs> young, young, yes, young. Yes. I grew up in Barry's Bay um, in a Catholic home, uh, very staunch Catholics. Um, I have a lot of great memories of Barry's Bay. Um, stories of friends that maybe I shouldn't say, so I, I will be very careful. <laughs> no names, I guess. <laughs> no, you, you can put them in. It's okay. You, you know, want. yeah. I think, you know, the old saying about your cousins being your first friends. In Barry's Bay, your cousins were your first friends, and your neighbors were your friends. You trusted everyone. Um, you know, I have such great memories of uh, corner stores and um, our neighbors, the old arena. I spent three quarters of my childhood growing up years in the old arena um, being a rink rat. I learned to skate there the Saturday night and Sunday afternoon hockey games. You know, the rivalry between Killaloo and Barry's Bay and Whitney, they were there. Um, learned to skate there. Uh, most of the neighbors uh, from Barry Conway, Joanne Billings, Joanne Olson, rather, all of them. We all learned to skate there, all played hockey or broom ball there. Um, Barry's Bay was very different because children played outside. There was never a time when you didn't have someone to play with. You played out on the streets because there was so little traffic. Um, you know, uh, any given evening, you would have every neighborhood child out there in our neighborhood. Like I grew up on, Con in, um, well, on Conway Street, which was just the arena backed off into, you know, like our house was just behind it. And the Catholic school was also there. Where the beer store is now, it was Catholic school. Um, and in the summertime, we really waited for the, uh, the midway to come to town. It was a big thing. Uh, you waited, you know. It was the height of the summer to, to go to it. Um, you know, the stores in Barry's Bay, the streets. When I go to Barry's Bay now, it, it's like not, you know, there's no theater there. We had a movie theater. You know, it was fun. We all met at the movie theater. Uh, Saturday afternoon matinees. Um, you know, I think I had a very typical... Um, late 1950s, early 1960s, growing up mm -hmm. in a small town. Yeah. You know, you trusted everyone. Um, we had fun. We had fun. Like, you know, like, uh, 
You know, in the summertime, you went swimming down at Skibos Beach or down at the, at the, uh, what, across from what we used to call Martha's, um, where the public swimming is now. In the wintertime, we skated. We went to the arena. Uh, there was, up until the 70s, there was no uh, ski hill for us. You know, and most of us, including like myself, your growing up was down in Barry's Bay. You didn't travel. We went to Pembroke to buy clothes, to buy groceries. There were no major stores. It was all corner stores. At one point in Barry's Bay, there were three dairy bars, like three dairies. You know, people don't realize there was the dairy bar that was owned by Mr. Hoffman, but Mr. Glovcheski also, Gil Glovcheski's dad, also had um, a little um, dairy bar kind of thing. And uh, Mr. Mintha, Maxie, had a bakery and he brought in milk from Pembroke also and apparently there was another one the fourth one I'm not sure where it was but you know um, I, I just don't know my stories uh, you know run through my head as a child of going to school uh, and I'm sure you've heard this many times about the um, girl street and the boy street yes it's I've, true I've heard it's true that's a true story. We used to come out, like in the big um, school that was at St. Hedrick's then, um, it's gone now, but um, there was on the side towards the hospital was the girls' entrance. On the back side towards the water was the boys' entrance. The girls would go out one door to play, recess, whatever, mm -hmm. and the boys would go out the other way. And coming home, it was the same way. And we would get down the street I think we would probably cross over at um, the very first street there. I, I'm not sure what it's called now, but I knew Chepeskis lived on the corner. But everybody would just cross over, and yeah. we did get caught. It was not fun to get caught. What happened when you got caught? Sometimes you got the strap. Oh, okay. You know, we we went to Catholic school. It was Catholic school, and like you minded your p's and q's. Um, you know, and even if you told the story, your version to your parents, and, you know, one of the nuns would call, it was different, you know, because they believed them. Yeah, yeah, rather than their, their own children. Their own children, yeah, yeah. And they, you know, you know, and we still do that sometimes, but, you know, and uh, just thinking um, of walking down that street, uh, with so many friends and Mr. Hearn, Julian Hearn, uh, which Michael Hearn is still there, if you went into the store, he always gave you a candy. Oh, really? And Michael still does that. And to me, that's a real honor to his dad mm -hmm. because we made many excuses to go in to see Mr. Hearn, right? But um, yeah, they're like, you know, there's so many stories. My brothers would tell stories on me that every cat in the area was with me because they could hear me from the boys' side calling the cats to take them home with me. I was, I'm was i still a cat lover. I have strays here right now that I feed and I'm just a cat lover. So, um, Did you ever end up bringing a cat home? All the time. And how, were your parents okay with it? My dad was an animal lover. Even okay. though he hunted and fished and did all of that, my dad was an animal lover and 
He worked for Conway's and he would bring kittens home too. He never wanted to see anything abused and I was exactly, exactly the same way. Um, yes, we had many cats at our place, uh, you know, and my mom always, I'm sure, you know, she didn't like it, but she did it anyways. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, like I said before, the um, theater was a big thing for us. Movies in Barry's Bay, you had, I think, maybe two different movies a week, maybe even only one sometimes, and on the weekend, a different one. It was a big thing. That was a meeting spot. Like, I'm talking from the time that I was maybe six years old where I have any vague uh, recollection to, um, you know, the time I'm, say, 12. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. that's the way it was. You know, when you went into high school, your life changed because other people came in to play. Other townships came in to play. The arena... The Midway, the theater, um, the church, the Legion. Uh, at Halloween, my fondest memories are of Ambie DeWire and the Legion. And going in, uh, the Legion was across from uh, Metro at the time. You know oh. where the insurance company is? That's yes. where it was. And we would go in and we all got a big bag of candy in that. But you have to be careful because... They would dress up and jump out at you and scare the bejeebies out of you. So, you know, um, things that you can't do today. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, like I, there's just so much going through my head. And uh, if there's anything you want to know, you know, just shopping in Barry's Bay was a treat. Uh, Stedman store, which is still there, had two entrances. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. I did not know So that. the first entrance would be, as you're coming from the pet store there, that first door would be there, and the other door was on where it is today. And the counter to pay was right in the front of the store. Well, it had the best candy counter. Like, I'm talking what you see in movies with the big glass jars. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I can walk into Stedman's and it's that old way, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. That's how you picture it. Yeah, you because Main Street was different. There were two Chinese restaurants. Really? Yeah. Where, where was that? One was where, um, you know where the new pharmacy is in Barry's Bay? Yes. Okay, there used to be a little place called the Bay Burger. Okay. But before that, that was Bing's Restaurant. Okay. And then it became the Bay Burger many, many years after when Mr. Briggs and them bought that place. But the secondary was was um, on the side street going out of town, um, the main street. Um, I'm trying to think of what's there. The gas station is on the corner, and I think that little building is gone now. And it was Jim's Chinese restaurant. And my best memory of my mom and my sister and I are on Sundays after church. They were opened, and my mom would order Chinese food, and I would have to go pick it up. Like, you know, and she loves Chinese food. Okay. To this day, it was something, it was a treat that the three of us did. Yeah, yeah. Um, when that restaurant, um, Mr. Guest then finally took it over, and it became like a coffee shop, kind of, just a family restaurant. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. I think it's gone now. And yeah. I, I think it's gone. Yeah. You know.
but um, the library also was not where the library is today. That was the um, Bell Canada office, and my sister Joyce was one of the first operators in there. Oh, wow. So when I was little, uh, I used to go on Friday nights because she'd have to spend the whole night there. Mm -hmm. I would stay with her in there, in that little, um, little house kind of thing. That was, that was our Bell Canada station and where the municipality is, the office, mm -hmm. that was the library at one time. Oh, okay. Wow, uh, yeah, that's changed. Yeah. When you'd go up the stairs, the library was right directly in front of you, and the police station and all of that was in there at that time. Oh, there's a police station? There was like, um, it may have been a local one or two, you know, oh, someplace in yeah. case, you yeah, know. Yeah. I don't ever remember going there, so that's a good thing. Yes. That's very. Yes, I'm glad to hear that. Knock on wood, right? <laughs> yeah, I was never there. Um, but, yeah, you know, um, the town has changed. The people have changed. Yeah, yeah. How, how do you think uh, the people have changed, I guess, in the most way? What do you find the biggest difference? Well, I left. Okay, so I was in Barry's Bay until I was, like, 21 years old. Mm -hmm. And I worked there and went to school there. And when I come back now, I don't know a lot of the people. Mm -hmm. When I grew up from, you know, birth until, you know, 21 and whatever, I knew everyone. Very few people, you know, nowadays, and it's a good thing. Yeah. When the high school came in, a lot of things changed in Barry's Bay. Um, a lot of new people came in and it opened up the area. Yeah. My boundaries when I was a child were where the railroad tracks went. We were not to go past those railroad tracks. Oh, okay. Because okay? the trains and the hobos, mm -hmm. according to my mother, she's 101. I don't know. <laughs> you know. Sometimes we don't question our mothers, right? <laughs> you never question them. But yeah, we were not allowed to go because the boxcars were there and people, and there were men and that in there, I'm sure, in behind the bank and that. Yeah. Yep. That. And the other boundary was, okay, um, the Irish Church, uh, St. Lawrence's O'Toole, mm -hmm. that was the other boundary because there were only a few homes built there. Oh, on Sand Hill there? Sorry? On Sand Hill, you mean? No, Sand Hill wasn't there until the 70s, I believe. Wow, okay. So that was dark. Yeah. So when you'd go down that hill, Yakabuski's house, where John lives now, um, there may have been two or three smaller homes there and then further on, but there weren't the street lights and all of that. There was, you know, so we we didn't go. I had friends who lived mm -hmm. in that area, so we would we would go, but yep. it was really dark. There were no, you know, mm -hmm. uh, the Coolesses lived out there, MacArthur's, they all lived out there, so we went. Mm -hmm. But it was very different. The, and uh, Cam Cake was a garage at one time. Oh. It was a station, like a, a gas station. Oh, I did not know that. So, you know, that, and we had friends, the Olszewskis owned it at that time, and so we had friends. So that, we went that far, but it, you didn't go by yourself, and nobody drove you. So my mother's guidelines never worked. She thought they did. They never did. Let her believe they did. <laughs> yeah. And the other boundary we had, I had, as a girl, I guess, maybe that's part of it, being the youngest and having older brothers, uh, was um, the hospital. And I, we pretty well stayed there. 
mm -hmm. towards that. We didn't go, we had friends on the other side. Like Barry's Bay has really grown up. Like I said, Sand Hill was not there when I was, I think it started in the 70s. Mm -hmm. And I was out of here by 75, so they would have just started to build that area. And there were very few homes there, yeah. very few. Um, you know, but as for stores, I don't know anybody told you the history of, um, like, um, uh, the Stedman's and then the corner, on the corner where the pet store was, that was the drugstore. When I worked there, that was the drugstore. Oh, you, wor you worked there? I worked there. Uh, that was one of my jobs. Um, after I was finished, Mr. Briggs gave me a job there um, after school and um, after I was for the summer, after I finished grade 12. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's where I worked. I also worked at the Balmoral. That was one of my summer jobs and after school jobs with the Billingses and the Dunnigans. Um, my first job, other than babysitting, was selling tickets for um, the summer rec program. I, there was a summer theater group mm -hmm. and I sold tickets for that and advertisements. So would you have to go door to door mm -hmm. for that? Mm -hmm. oh, okay. Yes, I did. Uh, there were a couple of us. Uh, one was my cousin Anna. Mm -hmm. um, my be Probably one of my best and dearest friends still is today. We've reconnected. Um, but you know, those were summer jobs that we had that were summer jobs. You worked. Another job I had and started was, um, I think I was 14 or 15 at the time. It was called an Ontario Youth Grant. Mm -hmm. And we applied for it and we taught roller skating in the old arena and painted it. But the roller skating we taught to Down Syndrome at the time they were called down center, you know, mentally challenged kids. Wow, they must have loved that, wouldn't yeah, they? Yeah, it was fun. Roller skating, you know, whatever. We built a playground where um, the um, credit union is. Okay. Okay, we cleared all of that using size, you know, the whole bed. Mm -hmm. And we built equipment and brought in uh, swings and that for the kids in the town. We did that one along with with doing the roller skating and that. So, yeah, we made our own jobs kind of thing, you know? Mm -hmm. We applied and, uh, you know, reached out to people. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 I'm sure people, other people definitely would remember that. I hope they do. You know, I know some of them would. You know, most, a lot, Algonquin Park was a big region for us too. So, uh, you know, a, a lot of us have great memories of the park. Yeah, it yeah. was a Sunday drive or whatever, you know, mm -hmm. but very different from what you guys do now. <laughs> I would say so, definitely some of it. So with the roller skating, with the, um, did they bring their own roller skates no. or did you get them funded? We had everything funded. We, I can't remember where we got them from, someplace I believe in Pembroke, and we brought them in and um, yeah. We had, um, I'm trying to think, at least six of us working there at the time. And we had anywhere to about 12. Do you know Calvin? Yes. Calvin was one of my students at one time. No way. I'm going to have to ask him about that rollerblading. Well, he didn't go rollerblading, but he was there. And the time, and then we went underneath the Irish Church, St. Lawrence's, and we did arts and crafts and all of that. And Calvin, 
Yeah, Calvin was one of my students. You have to I ask have him. pictures of him. Oh, okay. I'm he sure. says, Connie, Connie, Connie. <laughs> I know you, I know you. <laughs> Always at me, you know, like this, watching me. But yeah, you know, brings up a lot of memories. Yeah, that's awesome that you guys were able to do that and like think of it too. Yeah, you know, it's it was a different time, you know. Um, so, like I said, it, you know, um, we had to make do with what we had a lot of times. Um, I remember picnics at the both churches, especially St. Hedrick's, because I belong there. I believe, um, I remember actually the bingos mm -hmm. that were at, there and at St. Lawrence's. And... I worked at a few of them. You know, it was just a, I think if you grew up in Barry's Bay, you were really privileged. Mm -hmm. Like in this area, we'll know Killaloo. I think you're really privileged because I think you got really good values instilled into you. Yes, yes, I think you so. You know, from your parents and that. Marita has 135,000 stories. She tells me them all the time. They're, and they're all very interesting. <laughs> And she'll name names. Yeah. I won't. Smart. <laughs> I laughed at her today. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I have a couple of questions just for okay. chatting. So you were talking about your sister working at Bell Canada, which used to be where the library was. Yeah. Can you tell me a bit more about that? All I can remember was that, so Joyce would have been, I think, 17, 18 years old when she started working there. Um, all I personally can remember was uh, because she was fluent in Polish. Okay. Okay, she was there, and there were a couple of other ladies with her, uh, but she was fluent in Polish, and um, I forget what our phone number was. It was like two digits, like 75 or 62. One of my brothers will remember it. I can't. Uh, but party lines, and there were no private lines, it was party lines, so when you picked up the phone, a lot of times there was somebody already on the phone, so you had to wait. But Joyce's job was that she was there, she was there all, all day, like, you know, 12 hour shifts probably, 8 hour, 12 hour shifts, and on the weekends she was the one that was there, and um, she would sit at a switchboard, I can remember seeing her sitting at a switchboard. Um, you know, and I think she was there maybe three years. Then she moved to Toronto and became a hairdresser. Okay. And then eventually her life turned around again, and she went back to Bell Canada. And until her retirement, she worked for Bell Canada until she passed away a year ago. Okay. Sorry to hear well, that. Well, and she was the one we just buried last week. Oh. So, yeah. So, um, when you walk into the library, I remember that little room was... Um, like a little break room. Mm -hmm. um, it's been expanded, I know, because my sister-in-law was the librarian there. Oh, okay. So I know that it's been expanded, yeah. but it was just a small, little, little, little room. Little cute. Like it was tiny. Oh my gosh, that would I, be... <laughs> you know, but it was something that um, she enjoyed doing. She always talked about her time in Barry's Bay. Oh, okay. You know. And so when she was working there, would she be the only one or yeah. would there be other operators? Just There'd one? only be one person there at a time. Wow. And so I would go through the night on a weekend and stay with her. Yeah. So yeah. she would have someone with her. Yeah. She was young, you know. Yeah. 18 17. years old, yeah. whatever. The door always locked. 
I always remember that because if you went outside, you had to pound on the door. It was always locked, and you know, which probably you know was a good thing. I don't know why yeah. it locked, but it was always locked. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah. one was let in, and there would always be just one operator there until when they switched. In fact, Joyce still had her headphones because when they closed it up and went, moved to Pembroke, um, they gave her 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 headset. Her headset. I don't know where it is now. That's interesting. Yeah, I, d I didn't know that. Yeah. That would be a probably pretty busy job for the most part, I would think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it would be, you know. Um, so you were talking about kind of the boundaries that your parents had given you. Did your brothers have the same boundaries or were no. they a little, they didn't have boundaries at all? Or? Not that I ever recall. My family, like my mom had uh, six children, so my oldest, like I'm the youngest of six. Mm -hmm. um, two boys, a girl, two boys, a girl. And uh, I don't ever Ron, remember my, so the next one to me is my brother Ron, who is um, five years older than me. Okay. Um, I don't ever remember him having boundaries. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, um, Mom will say she never did, but she did. <laughs> Even if they were unspoken, they yeah. they existed. <laughs> they were there. You know, that finger would go out. You knew. But like you know, um, I have. Like I said, there's just a lot of memories, and and you know, as you get older, you tend to forget them, and um, they come up at odd times. Oh, for sure. I find even like sometimes it's you don't think of it, and then you're at the spot, and then you're like, oh, I forgot about this until you're there almost. Yeah. And just other things like that. Yeah, I get that too. You know, but um, I think the biggest changes in Barry's Bay, though, has been like just the corner stores are gone. Mm -hmm. There was a corner store, like there was a store at every corner. Yeah. You yeah. know, unbelievable how many, um, you know hard to believe when you think about it they're all gone you know Mr. Hearn is still there Michael Hearn's place yeah. still there uh, but Pabetsky's store and all of that they're all gone yeah yeah even the restaurants are gone yeah yeah like you were saying with the, the two Chinese restaurants I was shocked because I had no clue that there was ever one even one in Barry's Bay there were two of them and the food was phenomenal were they were they run by um, mm -hmm. Asian people yes. or oh, okay yeah Bing yeah. and Jim Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, it was, you know, it, like I said, you know, we all got along. Yeah. Yeah. It was probably also nice to have something a little different, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we were talking, you touched a little bit about Algonquin Park, that it was kind of a good, good place for um, people to get summer jobs. And it, it was a good place for, for kids to get summer jobs. Um, I'm not really an outdoorsy kind of person, but I know a lot. Uh, my friend Nancy and, and a lot of different people went that route, you know, and got jobs there. F myself, from my family, my uncle was one of the um, men who took care of the wolves. Oh, when they brought in the wolves into Algonquin Park and that, my uncle Frank, mom's brother, mm -hmm. he was a stamp Lakoski, he was one of the people who helped take care of these baby wolves right mm -hmm. and um, on Sunday a lot of times on Sunday my my mom and dad would drive up there to see him because he stayed there and we would get to see the baby wolves Aww. and I have pictures like I had you know pictures mom had pictures of these little you know mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. what a job to have 
Yeah. You know, yeah. there were, I think there was a Mr. Chip here that also helped him. Or they worked together, rather. But mm -hmm. Uncle Frank's name has been mentioned in many books and that. So, and we went canoeing. He, you know, he always had a canoe for us on one of the lakes, you know, oh, okay. in the park. Um, yeah, so Algonquin Park, and when you drove through Algonquin Park, it was like when you'd see that first gate and you'd have to stop there. It was like going through, it was phenomenal. Like, you know, you would go through there, it was like a whole new world. Yeah. You yeah. know, you think of Jurassic Park now and that gate opening. <laughs> yes. Well, to us, our cars were driving through this little gate and you'd have to stop and you'd have, they'd ask, you know, where are you going and all of this and to drive through. And the deer were on the road, you know, you could stop and you'd feed the deer and that, like, you can't do that now. No, not anymore. And when you went to the park, I, I worked two summers ago, I guess, at the gate, uh, oh, yeah. the East Gate. And I know before the booth used to be right in the gate, right? Yes. It wasn't separate. Yeah. 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 yeah, so that definitely probably changed your experience even driving into the park, like you were saying. Well, yeah, because the cars didn't drive as fast. Mm -hmm. There weren't that many on the road. We we would pack a picnic lunch, you know, of whatever, you know, my mom had and whatever. And driving there, it was an experience. And I can always remember there was one place along the way that we stopped and my dad would buy us ice cream. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's awesome. You know? Like, and it, that was a treat, mm -hmm. you know, like my husband and I the other day were talking and he, I don't know how we got onto this subject, but we were talking about ice cream and I said, do you remember mellow rolls? And he said, oh, well, no, you will never remember no. mellow roll. But in Barry's Bay, across from, oh, where Dairy Freeze is right now, there was a garage there. It was Chipier's garage. Okay. And Mrs. Chipier had a little little restaurant kind of thing served ice cream like an ice cream parlor and you would go in there in the freezer it was about this big it was a roll of ice cream and it had paper on it so you would pick it up they'd give you a cone and you would stick it in check it out online yeah i'm gonna have to look that up mellow roll and they came in vanilla I thought they came in different flavors. We're still arguing that part. <laughs> <laughs> have to do an internet search. <laughs> On mellow rolls. Oh, yeah. Okay. But, you know, um, yeah, Algonquin Park was a big thing. Renfrew Fair was a big thing. My dad always took us to the Renfrew Fair when I was a kid. Your, did your mom go or no? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was a, an outing, um, and we looked forward to that. The first week of school would start, and then you went there yeah yeah know. well I know even when I was in high school it was still a pretty big thing yeah 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 and I guess it's instilled in us because my husband and I still go every, well we try to go every year to the Red Fruit Fair and we do one just the two of us one trip a year into Algonquin Park and it's just to drive through we stop at one of the uh, portage places have lunch there you know have a glass of wine and then come home well, the parks, I love the park. It's such lovely, lovely place. Yeah. 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 I do too. Mm -hmm. I do too. I love, the, I, the park is still, my kids bring their children there. Yeah. Yep. And so it is. It's a lovely place. And I think everybody that grew up in that time frame, like myself, that, you know, any, to, we all went there. Mm -hmm. It was a big thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I said, when we went to high school, it was different. It was different going from a real Catholic-based 
school to something where you had, and I don't want to use the word freedom, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it was different. Yeah, it was maybe as strict. It's thing. a and it was a growing up for all, for all of us. Yeah, we were yeah. meeting other people. We had sort of lived in our little bubble almost. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. You know, um, I don't ever remember going on any of the trains in Barry's Bay. I love the trains. Um, love to train travel. We've done some of it, and I, I really liked it. Um, we went out east a few years ago on the train, and it was nice. But as for Barry's Bay, I don't, I can't ever say. I remember the trains going through, but I can't ever remember going on one. Mm-hmm. I can't ever remember. And I may have, but yeah. I can't remember going on one. Yeah. And it may have been too expensive. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, and I can't even remember when the trains came out in Barry's Bay. I remember going into Murray's store to to shop with my mom and that, mm-hmm. um, you know, but, yeah. So earlier you mentioned the Midway. When you were saying the Midway, did you were you referring to the Renfrew County, or was that something else? It was in Barry's Bay. Okay. They would bring it in. It had a Ferris wheel. It had, uh, you know, all the kinds of games, like the horses, you know, all of that kind merry-go-round, all of that. There were games of chance. There were candy apples, cotton candy, I know. And where the arena was and the um, Catholic school was, there, it was quite a big area, and that's where the Midway was. Okay. So when you look at it today, you see Value Mart. Value Mart was where the arena mm-hmm. and part of the land and where the beer store is, that's where the Catholic school was mm-hmm. and part of the land. So in between the two would be where the midway would be. Oh, okay. And it was busy. Yeah, it was probably another big event that you looked forward to. Later on, they changed it and put it out where the arena, okay. and I don't think it ever went as well. Mm-hmm. I don't ever, and at one time they had it down at, um, the new legion where the, the legion is. Oh, I don't okay. think it after that it just sort of, you know, left. Yeah, it fizzled out kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But it was strictly Barry's Bay. Okay, I didn't. I didn't know that. I always just thought there was um, no. just the Renfrew County. No, no, it was Barry's Bay. One time they brought in, um, I guess what they would call a big top, and it had uh, trapeze art, you know, all of that, and it was down where the arena. And, and the arena wasn't built at that time, I don't think. Mm-hmm. But it was out there somewhere that we went to see some show that was in there. Mm-hmm. Um, musical shows came through. Theater groups. There was one out of, like I said, the high school. When I was in high school, um, summer, it was a summer program. Oh, okay, so it ran through the summer then? It ran through okay. the summer. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to think of names. Um, people that I can't think of any I can but they I'm not trying to think of the main people who would have been running it and I can't can't think of who it was you know I remember who worked with me but not yeah you yeah. know the others mm-hmm. yeah. so what I guess what was your memories of high school like what do you remember I loved high school me too <laughs> I have to say I enjoyed it I enjoyed high school. I, I really did. I had great teachers. Many of them come to mind. Um, probably most of them would have been, you know, wondering, you went into working with autistic children in that? And 
Yeah, I did. Um, I was a cheerleader and I coached cheerleading and uh, I was very active um, in high school. I enjoyed high school. I really did. It was very different from what I think all of us were used to. And saying that, you know, um, probably made my best friends that stayed with me, you know, and I'm still friends with a lot of them. Yeah. You yeah. know, the values. Yeah. I think, I, yeah, I, I'm still friends with a lot of friends from high school mm -hmm. as well. And yeah. it's, it's nice that you can carry those friendships kind of over even when you're not living here. So. Yeah, and what I found um, was because um, I moved away and we, I moved from a small town to the city, um, I didn't keep up a lot of my friends at that time mm -hmm. because it was totally different. You get married, you start a family, you go back to work, your kids, you know, that. But in long run, when you came, we retired back here, those friendships most of them came back mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and with cousins in that they're always your friends yeah yeah they be, they're your best friends no matter what they're, they're your best friends yeah they know more secrets than anybody <laughs> they, you know, they know so. we're blood right yeah yeah, yeah. exactly yeah that's but, the one nice thing I find is you can, those friendships can kind of just pick up where they left off and yeah no questions asked. Now another thing we did a lot of and, and uh, that and it just came to mind now is uh, the Pembroke Lumber Kings Pembroke <laughs> hockey team. We went there. We went to the hockey games all the time in Pembroke. Oh really? Joanne Olson. I want to call her Billings but I'm going to say Joanne Olson now because you know she's <laughs> Olson. Um, her dad would would go to the games and I was like always there. Mm -hmm. I was like in his back pocket kind of thing, you know. I was Joanne's friend so we always went. Maddie Conway would take us, Ambie DeWire. Um, we spent a lot of time that hockey kind of thing. And, I, and I'm talking from the time maybe we were 10 years old until we were 15 years old. Mm -hmm. You know, once you're in high school, things change. Yeah. Things yeah. change. Yeah, we went to um, the Ottawa X when we were kids, um, you know, uh, in the summer. Mm -hmm. That was, and that would, you know, a big treat for us before we became teenagers. Mm -hmm. You know, it, things change. <laughs> so, uh, as a cheerleader, you were saying that you were um, part of that in high school. Was that, would you do that for sports events or was yes. it just kind of a separate thing? No. It was for sports events. We did it for basketball. We did it for volleyball. We, hockey was a big thing in Barry's Bay when I was in high school. Mm -hmm. And so we traveled with the teams. We got to go on that. I played um, basketball for the first couple of years. So I, that's how I got, I think, involved in the cheerleading and that. And um, yeah, we traveled with the teams. Primarily the hockey, the basketball were the two that we really you know, we didn't go for uh, field events, you know, like yeah. cross country or anything like that. Yeah. But yeah, we had the little skirt and the, uh, and the little sweater and, you know, did the cheers. I remember when I was in high school, there was the 50 year anniversary and we had found the old uh, cheerleading, we found an old cheerleading uniform. Yeah. And I, had, I was like, oh, I didn't even know we had this at our school. At one time, at one time, I think, oh gosh, I'm trying to think here. Um, I'm trying to think which team it was, 
we went to rent through and competed oh, okay. in all like in the town in like the county mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I think we came to a second or third oh wow we were pretty good like I was and the rest of them were really good <laughs> you know but uh, yeah and volleyball was a, a big big thing mm-hmm. at the high school mm-hmm. uh, but I'd have to say out of everything the Wolves hockey team was a really big thing when I was in school. Yeah, I know a couple of years ago, I guess when I was still in high school, um, I think they, they went on pretty far when I was in high school, but before that it kind of was not so popular. Yeah. So hopefully it's coming back. I don't know now what it's like there, but yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you've been out probably, what, about three years? Yeah, I'm going into my fourth, fourth year, year of university. So yeah, yeah, it's been a few years since I've been in school, mm-hmm. in high school. Some really good hockey players there though, like mm-hmm. really good, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, yeah, there was like a lot going on, like I said, um, very fortunate. Yeah, always something to do kind of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we didn't get into that much trouble. <laughs> most know? of the time, right? <laughs> yeah, most of the time. Yeah. So we were talking at the beginning about the old arena, and you were saying that you played broom ball there. My brothers played broom ball. My brother Ron played broom ball there. Yeah. Oh, okay. They did. Um, it was an old arena. It wasn't, you know, like it was really old. But um, yeah, they played broom ball there, and um, hockey. Hockey was a big thing. Mm-hmm. Again, skating was a big thing. There was never any figure skating or anything like that, but we all pretended. Um, I was a rink rat, uh, which meant I didn't have to pay. And I think to skate it was like 20, 25 cents or something. Oh. You had to pay to get in. Mm-hmm. But if you were a rink rat and you stayed after and you helped clear the ice and that. I think that would be worth it. <laughs> I think it was. Yes, he, they always let me in. I don't know why. <laughs> Um, and then earlier we were talking about, you said you went swimming at the public beach, which you referred to as across from Martha's. The Ash Grove to me will always be Martha's. Okay. I was like, I've never heard this one before, so I gotta ask. <laughs> that was, yes, Martha Linton uh, okay. was the owner of the, um, the dance hall, bar, uh, restaurant, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And across from there was where we went swimming. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then uh, as we got older, we would venture off past the Hograssel to Skibos Beach. Oh. <laughs> and the Hograssel, okay, in Barry's Bay is what they used to call um, where the Gremlin Grannies is there. Oh, okay. They always called it the Hograssel. I've never heard that reference before, so that's a new one for me. Should ask Marita. She probably was dancing there. Yeah. <laughs> I must mention that to her. Yes. Yeah, she told me a little bit about her dancing, but not, not too much. We talked about a couple other things. Yeah. It was a long way to walk. I would say so, yeah. How long would that take you? Probably a good hour to walk from where I lived in Joanne and I would walk to Skibos Beach, and it would be, and, but we didn't walk the road. We walked along the shore, the water. Oh, okay. Okay, we yeah. walked along the water. So it was probably a good hour. Yeah, yeah. You was know. that faster, do you think, to go yeah. that way? Probably. We thought so. And we weren't, we weren't getting caught going, were we? <laughs> and it was probably more fun to go that way than the road, I would think. And then we'd go and lie on the beach, you know, Relax. for a couple of hours and turn around and go home. So you said earlier how um, pretty much the kids that you lived near were your best friends and your your cousins and things like that so I guess kind of my question is is 
it was probably you could always hear kids outside almost in the afternoons in that we worked um like the area i grew up in where my mom's house my parents home was um it was their either their third or fourth house but it's the one i remember the most mm -hmm. and uh so um there were always kids outside and my mom's house was directly in behind the beer store okay the big white house mm -hmm. that's in there that's where i grew up on conway street mm -hmm. so across if in front of the beer store there which would have been at my i'm talking where the uh catholic school was uh high school uh we would meet there and we played kick the can mm -hmm. and stuff like that you know hide and seek kick the can yeah baseball things like that um and it, it you just had there was always kids around like you don't see kids playing outside no no definitely not <laughs> definitely different it is different even my grandkids i tell them that and they go really um <laughs> you want me to go outside <laughs> you know to go outside and i can remember uh all of us kids were sort of trained my like i knew what time i had when the street lights came on we went home. Yeah. Some of them, you could hear their mothers had uh, bells or whatever. You would hear them, mm -hmm. and they would go. But when the street lights went on at night, it meant you, it was time to go home, you know. And um, we all, like we did, we played outside. Um, I can't ever really remember being in anyone's house, you mm -hmm. know, except to watch television because we didn't have TV. All of us didn't have televisions. Mm -hmm. The only one in my family and when I was growing up that had a television was my uncle Frank. Oh, okay. And my grandmother, they he lived with her and all of my cousins. Mm -hmm. We would meet there to watch something on TV. And later on, my parents got the first black and white. Saturday night was hockey. I was a Montreal Canadian fan. What about the rest of your family? My sister and I are Montreal we're we are the Montreal Canadian fans. The rest of them are all Toronto. I'm a Toronto fan, so that sits well with me. <laughs> so is he. Better not say that too loud. He is a Toronto fan too. Okay. But we get along. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. You know. Makes for a yeah. more exciting game than when they're playing against yeah. each other. Yeah, and you know, uh, Saturday, or that was Saturday night and Sunday night. I can remember us, my cousins and I meeting at my grandmother's house to watch Bonanza. Oh, okay. Friday night it was Tommy Hunter. Saturday was hockey. And Sunday was Bonanza. Mm -hmm. You know, I remember um, all of us getting off of school. Well, I guess we came home from school when John uh, F. Kennedy was shot, when he was killed. And being at my mom's house, and there was like kids with me there watching this on TV. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. you know, those are things that I guess you will remember where 9-11 happened. Mm -hmm. My age group will remember what we did when John Kennedy died. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I'll remember 9-11 too because I worked for the school board at the time and, and how hard it was Yeah. Um, in the city. It, it was pretty wild in the cities. Yeah, it definitely sends a kind of a shock wave, I think, through everyone. See, for us to see a man shot on television, like, like mm -hmm. will never, ever, you know, change. Or, or a man landing on the moon, like, we got to experience that. That's part of history. You can't take that away. 
No, you can't. You can't take history away, and um, those are the two things. I remember uh, Donnie Kuznatsky being at my mom and dad's house to watch the funeral, and he kept saying, are you crying? Are you crying? <laughs> yeah, you remember that. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, because he's about a year older than I am, and that pain. Um, anyways, but, yeah, like 9-11, mm -hmm. your age group will always remember what you were doing. Yes, yes. For sure. Kennedy and that, the moonwalk, that's what we will remember. Yeah. You know, those are things we, you know, it's the 60s. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, different time. Yeah, and I, I feel like also with the JFK, like, assassination, it was, in TV now, it's more common, I guess, for them to have, like, crime shows and whatever else, so people are almost, yeah. I don't want to say immune, but almost, it's not as shocking to them, so it's I can imagine when that happens. It's not shocking at all, you know. It's not uh, the other show that I remember watching, and it just came to me because was uh, Sunny and Cher. Oh, okay. And this past a year ago, I actually got to to go to a show okay. with Cher that in Ottawa. My friend took four well, four of us went to Ottawa to see her, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. it was amazing. And it was the same as you know watching. Yeah. Probably took you back a little bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, the 60s, 70s kind of thing. So I guess we'll kind of, I'm going to go back and we're going to talk maybe a little bit more about your parents and your siblings a little bit. Okay. And then we'll talk about um, when you left Bears Bay. We'll go on to that. So we'll start with uh, your parents. So what, what did they do? Uh, what do you remember about them? What they did for work? Yeah. yeah. My dad was in the lumber industry. Okay. Um, he worked for a lot of companies. Um he worked for Pembroke Lumber Company, was his biggest one that he worked for in Pembroke. Uh, he was a, a woodsman, you know. Um, my mom at one time um, was the custodian at the post office in Barry's Bay. Okay. Um, she took her job very seriously. And, but at one time when my dad was uh, in charge of um, Pembroke Lumber Company, when he was working up in Acre, which is in the park, um, she cooked for the, she oh, cooked, wow. she was a cook. Mm -hmm. And I remember spending my summers again, you know, with, with them there, my brother and I. Mm -hmm. um, most of my family has been in that industry. Um, my brother Len uh, worked for Murray's. Um, he retired from there. Um, my brother um, Ken worked for Murray's also at one time. He had other jobs. He was in the city for a while but moved back to Barry's Bay and had his family. Um, my sister Joyce worked for Bell Canada. She's a hairdresser and worked for Bell Canada also. Uh, my brother uh, Arnie I'm trying to do them in order here. Um, my brother Arnie um, worked for Murray's, and my brother Ron worked for Ford Motor Company. Okay. So was it common, I guess, for people to work in the lumber industry? Yeah. It was. Yeah. yeah. You know, Murray's and Conway's, the, uh, there were the two main industry, like, like lumber and that. Uh, Murray's were on one side of town and Conway's were on the other. My dad worked for Conway's for years, and that's how he, he met the owner of the Pembroke Lumber Company, I believe. Um, and uh, when they closed down, Conway's, which is where the purification plant and all of that is. Okay. That was a lumber mill at one time. Oh. That was a lumber area mm -hmm. in there. Mm -hmm. um, and Dad uh, went to 
worked for Pembroke Lumber Company. Uh, and he drove truck at one time. I remember being in the old dump or the old log truck with no seat belts, and believe me, you needed them. Um, but yeah, that was the main. So about like I said, my brother Ken, um, Lenny always worked, and he also worked for the township for a short bit of time. But uh, he did work in the lumber industry, and. Um, Ken also worked in uh, Oakville for quite a while and he moved back to Barry's Bay and he worked for Murray's. And Arnie, I can't, I don't know, I can't remember if Arnie worked anywhere other than, but logging, yeah, like it's a logging town. Oh, for sure, yeah. You know, yeah. it's a logging industry and, and, you know, the two main ones at that time would have been Murray's and Conway's. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, in you know, there were others like Pastways here and that, but in Barry's Bay, I don't ever remember Omarnicks or any of that. I don't. I've yeah. done research on them because I've done the logging thing at the seniors, but mm -hmm. I don't remember them. Yeah. The only way I remember them is by researching them. Yeah. yeah. The other two I remember. Was there ever, I guess, like a rivalry between them yes. or? Oh, okay. Yes, there would have been. Oh, okay. You know, uh-huh. And... You know, yeah, I, I would think there would be, because mm -hmm. I, if I'm not mistaken, I, I'm also sure one was probably supported liberals, the other one supported conservatives, you know, mm -hmm. but yeah. the people supported whoever they wanted, Yeah. you yeah. know, but I'm sure there probably was a bit of a, a rivalry between them, never a fierce, you know, but still. An underlying yeah. one or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. just thought of that question. <laughs> it, yeah. Well, you know, it, it's the same as being uh, the Polish. You you are part Polish, so mm -hmm. um, the Polish church was never referred to as St. Hedrick's when I was a kid. It was the Polish church. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And I still have a hard time. St. Lawrence's was always referred to as the Irish church, mm -hmm. you know, so. There was kind of that divide as well. There was that divide. When I was a kid, it was. Uh, I was friends with everyone, you know, um, and that. I went to both churches, primarily, you know, masses and that. I went to St. Hedy's, Hedrick's, but um, I have a lot of friends that were Irish Catholic, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. And it was a Catholic area. Oh, for sure, yeah. You could t I think still it's very... Very Catholic. For I, sure. I think so too, you know. Now, I will tell you an interesting fact about my grandmother. Okay. My grandmother, who I lived with for a while, we all took care of, you take care of your grandma, right? And she was, um, we all just loved her and wanted to be with her. She could fix sprains. If you sprained your arm or your finger or whatever, she could fix them. She had the power. I know it sounds crazy, but apparently, Doctors, like Dr. Chepesky, mm -hmm. uh, would send people to her if they sprain their hand or whatever. Because you can't really fix a sprain, can you? No. But she could. And I had many a finger, hand as a child. Yeah. And yeah. my grandmother would just twist it around and like that it would be fixed. Wow. That is, like, I've never heard of that. But so, so I guess um, when she was living with you, did was that happening? people would come yeah she lived in her own little house and she could never take payment for it okay it once you're given a gift she used to tell us 
that gift you can't get paid for. That's a gift. Mm -hmm. And apparently the area of Poland or Russia, whatever, she came, I think she was four years old. That power would have been passed down to her. Okay. It was in the family. Just a story. Interesting story. It, it is an interesting story. And I've had many people, including my husband's mother and cousins, say, oh my gosh, we used to go to see Grandma Romleski. See, so other people remember it too. They remember her. Yeah, it was, it, yeah, just a, it just popped into my mind mm -hmm, when, you know, mm -hmm. we were talking about, yeah. yeah. And the fact that the doctors would send, I mean, they, they must have uh, been Andy very trusting would. too. Yeah. yeah, Andy Chepesky used to send, say, go see, go see her. Or people in Barry, Spain knew. Mm -hmm. They would just send their kids. Yeah. If they were in pain, they would just say, go and Mrs. Romleski will fix it. That was her, uh, she was my mom's mom. Uh, yeah. She was a Stamplikowski and married a second time oh, after okay. her husband passed away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That is an interesting little tidbit. I, I heard that your family was a pretty social family from the sounds of it, that you guys always were kind of yeah. hanging out with other people. And that, Do you remember having a lot of people other than your family come in your house? Yes. Or? My mother, uh, when I was a kid, our house was like uh, when you have... Uh, five brothers and a sister, or four brothers and a sister, older than you, they have a lot of friends, and Christmases were always a big thing. Easter, my mom was a phenomenal cook, She and she cooked for everyone, and it was like her whole thing was, we'll just throw another potato in the pot, you know, and she fed all of the local guys that Joyce hung around with, or Ken or, or Lynn, they were always, um, we always had family, we had big family dinners, mm -hmm. always. Mm -hmm. It was a very social, very social. My dad was very social. Um, when you met him, you would remember him because he was a big guy and he'd take your hand and he'd shake it and he'd get your whole life story before the hand would drop. Oh my gosh. You know, he knew you. Yeah. You know, yeah. and you'd remember that. He loved to talk and to, uh, my mom is more subdued. Uh, but together they were, you know, um, like a, they were a good team, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, and they, they, I guess, you know, raised all of us to be like that, yeah. talk to, appreciate what you have, appreciate the people around you, you know, and take care of who you can. Yeah. But, and my brothers and I, I think we've all been like that our whole lives. Mm -hmm. You know, we've, uh, my mom, I give her a lot of credit. She's lost three children. And you have to be a strong woman yes, to lose I three children, yeah. you know, and that, and to still smile. Yes, yes, and she has a lovely smile, I have to say. And put your makeup on. <laughs> yes, she's always looking nice as well. <laughs> oh, yes. You have to give that to her. <laughs> she's taught as well. <laughs> so I, I guess um, your dad was a little bit, like, more social and your mom was a bit more quieter. Quiet, yeah. yeah. Dad was the social one. Yeah. Good balance, almost. I guess yeah. need a little yeah. bit of both. Yeah, he uh, he liked people. He liked um, he loved family gatherings. He was always right there. You know, mm -hmm. somebody like it did. If he was taking a nap and somebody came through the door, he was up. Mm -hmm. He was there. He was he was going to find out what was going on. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, but he was a hard worker. Yeah, a very hard worker. You know. So. Um, you know, they were a good team, mm -hmm. you know, and like I said, in the early 
in the late 50s, early 60s, when I would have been running around, you know, kind of having, getting into, you know, kid things, you know, that they were both always there to support everything. Very lucky to have parents like yeah. that, I would think. Yeah. So I guess we can kind of, um, did you have anything to add kind of, I guess, about any of that? No, I, you know, I tried to stay away from mentioning names and that because sometimes, you know, my perspective on things of what have happened, mm -hmm. they may have a different slant on it and that. Um, no, I, I love, like I, I have to say, true and true, probably a Barry's Bay girl who moved to the city, but true and true, came back. Mm -hmm. um, you know, still work out in Barry's Bay at the seniors and that because I true I like Barry's Bay. Yeah, yeah. You know, you I guess you had mentioned earlier that there was a uh, the rivalry between the hockey teams and oh, like yeah. quite a few other things. Did you ever find that there was a rivalry between Cumbermere and Barry's Bay? Or no. no, no. I don't ever remember Cumbermere actually being in that. I remember, and it was. It'd be like the Montreal, Toronto, you know, kind of thing, you know, mm -hmm. uh, Killaloo and um, really good hockey players and Barry's Bay and Whitney, like the three. It was kind of, I don't, I don't remember Palmer Rapids or this area, but I remember those three hockey teams yeah. when I was yeah. a kid. I remember the Briscoes and, the, and my cousin Billy who taught me, actually learned to skate at a, before a hockey game, being taught when I was about five years old by my cousin Billy Lerbetsky and Jackie Briscoe. <laughs> they were two hockey players from Killaloo. Yeah. And I was stumbling along the boards and I remember them taking me by the arms and taking me around. Wow. So That's a great memory to have though. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, Billy, I tell Billy that all the time when I see him. Yeah, yeah. He was the one who, you know, <laughs> taught me to skate. That's awesome. Uh, so I guess now we can kind of move on to uh, how did you end up leaving Bears Bay? What happened? I decided I was going off to college and I decided to put that on hold. Um, my husband lived in Oakville, mm -hmm. worked in Oakville and um, at the time and decided to get married uh, and have a family. And um, I had worked for a community living out in Bears Bay for a while. Uh, volunteering in that and that was always my passion was to work with uh, special needs mm -hmm. so after um, my second son was born and was in kindergarten um, I was approached by someone because I had been volunteering and doing a lot of work in the school system um, one of the principals needed someone and I got my foot in that door and I worked there for almost 20 years Wow. And I worked in schools where my kids worked, or mm -hmm. went to, mm -hmm. and I worked at other schools. Until we retired here 16 years ago, I was still, and I worked with, um, at the, the latter part of my 18 plus years, I was working with autistic kids. Mm -hmm. But it was a choice I made. I took a lot of courses through the Halton School Board and that, to upgrade myself in autism and in, you know, different methods of training, you know, kids and whatever, yeah. and, um, you know, yeah, and the funny thing is, when I moved back here, I did a, st I was not working, and because they had heard that I had worked in Oakville uh, for the Halton School Board, one of the principals here called me at Christmas and said, we need you, can you come and work for us for six months, so I walked into another job, 
-hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and worked at um, the Catholic school here in Combermere. Oh, okay. From yeah. January till June. And it was fun. It was different, but it was fun. Mm -hmm. Worked with a you know a young man who I still have contact with and and the strange thing is I still have contact with most of the kids I worked with. Mm -hmm. They're now adults. I'm on Facebook with some of them, and it's kind of neat, you know. Yeah, yeah. You get um, I I you sort of look at your life in different stages. You know, when you're a kid, at home with your mom and dad to about high school year. You know, when you go into high school, it's a whole different stage of your life. And then you leave and you become, you get married, you have a career. You maybe, you decide not to put marriage on the hold and, you know, go to university, college, get that, you know. Then you go off to work. It's a whole different group of people again. And then you retire and then you have a whole nother different thing to fall back on. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and then you know, it's it. Your life is in stages, no matter how you look at it. There's, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and they're all very different. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I am so blessed. I I think that I moved back to this area. Uh, I I love I love this yard. It's an amazing place to be. You know, mm -hmm. not in the winter or during tornadoes, but it's an okay place. And um, I'm involved with a whole group of people out in Barry's Bay. Like I mentioned my friend Marita. Now, I was friends with Marita's sister. Okay. I didn't know Marita. First time I met Marita was at a function in Barry's Bay at the Senior Center. She was there for a Christmas party. Mm -hmm. And she said, we were sitting at the same table, and she said, and who are you? <laughs> that sounds accurate. <laughs> <laughs> and who are you, kind of thing. And I looked at her, and I said, I told her, and she's, well, who were you before? So I told her that, too, and she said, no way. Friendship developed right from there. We've been friends ever since. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, 16 years, you know, going into this. She's been in Barry's Bay, I think, eight, maybe 10 years. Mm -hmm. and so we've developed it, you know, and it's kind of neat because, again, they're not people I knew when I was a kid. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, it's a different stage of your life, yeah. you know. Make different connections, but... Sorry? You make different connections, I guess, eh? yeah. in every different stage. Yeah, you do. So, um, some of your brothers were in Oakville as well, yes. right? Okay. Yes. So you probably had contact, like you were pretty close to them when you were Ron there. and I lived not that far from each other. Okay. So I had contact with him uh, and his children, which was nice, you know, that I got to, you know, be around a niece and a nephew. And, um, yeah. And my husband's brother mm -hmm. was also in Oakville. Oh, they, okay. He also worked for Ford. So it was, we still had family mm -hmm. while mm -hmm. we were there. Yeah. We still had a lot of, you know, time that we shared together, um, and we still do that here. Yeah, yeah. You know, we still keep pretty close. In fact, brother lives right next door. Oh. <laughs> like, not my brother, his brother. Oh, okay. This was all, so this is all Schweitz. So if I went to the wrong house, I guess, they, they would direct me. They would know where, where oh, to yeah. send me. <laughs> yeah, everybody, yeah. But no, we were lucky. We, you know, we all sort of ended up in the same place, so it was kind of... Mm -hmm. You never got really homesick. I would have to say, <clears throat> the first year that I was in Oakville, I really missed Barry's Bay. I, yeah. Like, it was very different. My first trip to Toronto was, um, other than going to the X the odd time, and I think I only went there once, I think I went to Ottawa, 
um, I was like 15 years old. You're a kid from Barry's Bay going to Toronto to stay in someone's house that you have just met because I was a ranger at the time. It was a big thing to yeah. go to Toronto, yeah. you know, and to see. It was very different. Um, enjoyable, but, you know. A lot to adapt to in a short amount of time, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, you know, you're still a country person. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you, you you know, you have and the the neat thing about that was um where I stayed at that time when I went, <clears throat> the girls all came back and about two or three weeks later they came to Barry's Bay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So the city girls came to Barry's Bay. Toronto girls, Scarborough came to Barry's Bay kind of thing. And the girl that I stayed with, her name was Shirley, and um she used to go and groom the horses in Toronto at the stables. She loved horses, like at the at the police station, like at oh, the police okay. horses, right? And so when she came down here, my dad had horses. Mm -hmm. My dad had two horses. So Shirley was in the truck before, you know, she was with him kind of thing, like, come on, come on, you know, really. But, you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, different life, you know, looking back. Do you remember any, I guess, like historical or big, big events happening in Bears Bay? I can't tell you. One of the nuns uh, taught at the school. Um, uncle was, um, her, her name was um, Blake. So Toad Blake, mm -hmm. who was a coach in the NHL. I do have one big event. Yes, I'm on. <laughs> when I was a little girl and my grandmother, I was at her place and I was just a wee baby. And I asked the person this story. A young man came to my grandmother's house, and this young man was an NHL hockey player that married my cousin. Really? And he rocked me at my grandmother's, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and he married a Lapierre from Pembroke. And Lapierres are part of my family. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so this young man's name was Alex Dovacchio, who was a hockey player of big big standard for Detroit yeah okay yeah. and um, anyways he um, he rocked me yeah big event that is a pretty Alex, big event Alex many people can't am say I that saying, am I am I there's two I get the two confused and I anyways either it, way not many people can say it was a hockey us. player yeah, yeah. An NHL. and NHL and when my I was having um, I was having a birthday party for my mom I called I went online and I found um, my cousin Beulah and I asked her that story and she said yes. So and r right now my mind is between the two. <laughs> One or the other. Yeah. I think it's Marcel Ponevolt, but I'm not sure. Yeah, that's awesome. He just though. passed away anyways. Oh, but okay. uh, yeah, you know, so, um, and my mom is also related to another hockey player, so, and she won't remember that. Yeah. yeah. Like I said. She won't, because I don't remember it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But the story about Grandma and, and that, you know, is a story I think that should have been written out when she was alive. She could have maybe have explained it. Yeah. And I don't know if my mom will even remember that. Yeah. Now, as mm -hmm. age, you know, like we all laugh about it, but sometimes you have those uh, lapse in memories, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or they mix up and whatever. But yeah. We laugh. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can't. Honestly, honestly, remember my overall view of, of growing up in Barry's Bay 
will be different from others, like my age group. I remember a lot of the stores. Um, I remember a lot of the people that have gone on and um, their contribute, you know, the things that they did for Barry's Bay. Um, you know, like Mr. Kitts, you know, Mr. Um, Briggs, Maddie Conway, you know, mm -hmm. people like that. Mm -hmm. um, but I think we tend to forget yeah, things. Yeah. I know, I think we got a lot of good content. That's why I was just asking if there was anything to add because I think we definitely have some good stories in there. No, no. I, I, you know, the thing about the history, like something happening in Barry's Bay, I remember fires that happened, but like history-wise, yeah. I wasn't around for a lot of the old history, right? <laughs> I'm not that old. Marita, I'm not that old. But yeah. Um, yeah. I remember, you know... Uh, the high school being built because everyone was so excited about that. Mm -hmm. well, that was a big thing for Barry's Bay to get. I remember going to see the Flying Fathers, okay. the hockey team, because they were related to the Billingses and they came into Barry's Bay to play hockey. Yeah. And Father Las Constello was a hockey player at the time, a, a priest plus a hockey player. Was that team all priests then? If they yes. Were? Okay. That's a funny name, Flying Fathers. Flying Fathers. <laughs> yeah, but they did it for charity in that. And I remember the Harlem Globetrotters, or they weren't the Harlem, there was a, a team like them mm -hmm. um, that came in mm -hmm. to the high school. A lot of good music in the high school. We used to get really good bands. Oh, okay. Uh, not like really good bands. And would they just come in to play like at lunchtime or like no? Was it we no had event? dances. Oh, okay. Our dances always had a good band. You had live music. Always. Live music. Ooh, lucky we didn't have that. <laughs> well, we did. Yeah. But the history thing's really going to bother me now. I'm going to sit and think about that all all night. I'll be going. Like, what thing going to happen here in Barry's Bay? <laughs> Then you it'll know. come to you in a flash. Well, and the name, you know, and that name just went out of my head, and I know it as well as my own, and it just gone. <laughs> no gone. worries. Yeah, you no, know. I think I think it was a great interview. If you want to add anything, you can. No, I really don't. I, I you know, other than I, I was lucky. I was really lucky to be in such a great area. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I sound like I'm preaching, but like I always said. You know, um, my cousins that lived, you know, down the road from us, my you know, connections with the Billings family, connections with the Conway family, the Glifcheskis, the Coolises mm -hmm. that lived on our street, um, the Mass, uh, uh, the Yankoviches, um, the Skibos, yeah. you know, all good people really good the stopas you know i was very lucky we had a very very good group when growing up you know and like like i said when you're you've got your grandparent a grandparent and you've got your parents and good family and friends and and neighbors and all of that i think you try to instill that and and follow that that was connie schwig Nay Larbetsky, in conversation with martina Coolis, talking about life in barry's bay during the last century 
It's part of a station keeper's oral history project that involved collecting recorded interviews during the past summer with over 15 local residents as they discuss not only their own lives, but also the social history of the upper Madawaska Valley. We hope you enjoyed our show today, and we look forward to having you join us in the coming months as we bring you more of these unique oral histories that tell us so much about our local heritage and culture. I'm Kristen Marchand, and for the producer of the Apiongo Line, Barry Conway, we'd like to wish you a happy Thanksgiving and look forward to having you join us here again next time. Good day, and God bless.